Good morning, guys, and welcome to another episode of Costa Rica Real Estate and Investments with me, your host, Richard Bexon. Today is episode 40. We got to the big 4-0, and people are downloading like crazy, so I appreciate everybody's help uh, and also support. Remember, you can subscribe uh, either on Spotify, on Apple, or on YouTube. I'm going to put all the links in the description. Today, uh, very special guest, Fred Hayden. Fred's been in Costa Rica for over 22 years. He's the top realtor for Century 21 here in the Central Valley. Also, he's a land developer as well. He has a retirement community in Naranjo called Oromonte. And also, he's a builder as well. So he's a, uh, I mean, basically, I suppose, a chainsaw juggler, uh, but a huge resource, tons of knowledge. Uh, so I'm going to be asking, you know, Fred questions here on the Central Valley, what's developing, also pricing, cost of living, uh, and also buy versus build here as well. So we're going to be talking about the areas of Atenas, uh, Grecia, Naranjo, uh, which are famous areas for their actual climate, 65 to 85 degrees Fahrenheit during the, uh, during the night and also to the day. These are very popular you know, areas with retirees and people looking for cooler climates, which are close to the city and the infrastructure, but also is that they're kind of far enough away, uh, offering spectacular you know, valley views. So going to be a great chat today. Remember, if you have any questions for me or want to get in contact with me, you can email me. We have a new email address, which is info at investing. Costa Rica.com. That's info at investingcostarica.com. Um, and feel free to post in comments if you guys want to as well. I'm going to put all of Fred's contact details uh, in the description as well. But let's get started. Good morning, Fred. How are you doing? Good. How are you, Richard? Very, very good. Thank you very much for taking the time to uh, come on the podcast. I feel honored. Oh, my pleasure. Oh, <laughs> thanks, Richard. Thanks for inviting me. Anytime, anytime. Well, just for the viewers, I mean, how long have you been down here in Costa Rica, Fred? 22 years in Costa Rica, and wow. that's permanently. Yep. Wow. And how long have you been coming to Costa Rica for? Uh, not that much longer. I, uh, I used to have a business in Barbados, and I, when I sold that, I moved back to Canada in the winter, was a little disillusioned with the winters, <laughs> and uh, so, so moved down here. Well, I, I think Costa Rica is probably about to see an influx of Canadians as the borders open, right? Absolutely. We're really seeing a, a big difference. And uh, one of the concerns we maybe had was that because we're selling homes here in U.S. dollars, that the Canadian market might be uh, eliminated to some extent. But that doesn't seem to be the case. Yeah, I mean, the real estate market all throughout Costa Rica has been pretty strong. And I know the areas that you focus on, like the, the Central Valley, Atenas, Grecia, and Aranjo. Um, I mean, what, what have you seen recently, if you don't mind me asking, that surprised you, Fred? Uh, actually, that people are actually buying some homes virtually, and so uh, which is uh, which is a bit of a surprise. I know I've heard of it happening in California and some other areas in the United States, but um, but here, yeah, we've actually sold some homes virtually, and so that to me was a bit of surprise that people are having that much confidence in in the market that they would uh, they would even consider buying a property virtually. Wow. Well, I, I mean, I mean, you mentioned there, uh, or I mentioned the areas of Garcia, Naranjo, and Atenas. I mean, they're three different areas, but pretty close together. I mean, of those, I mean, of those areas, which area, which which of the three is seeing strongest growth at the moment? Atenas is always the strongest growth, and that's uh, just because uh, there's a, a great number of real estate agents in Atenas, and all of them doing promotion and advertising. But Atenas has grown over the last 10 or 12 years into a, a really nice expat destination. So there is quite a few expats in, in, um, in the Atenas area. But having said that, part of the, the downfall with that is that uh, housing prices and, and the, the, is, is quite high. 
Uh, whereas you go into some of the outlier areas like Gracia, Ar Naranjo, Sarchi, um, uh, San Ramon, the prices are still reasonable and you're getting some really, really nice homes and uh, at nice altitudes, nice climate. So um, that those areas are becoming more and more popular as well. Yeah, I mean, talking climate, just because, again, a, a lot of people are probably wondering about that. I mean, these areas, it's very fresh. It's probably, what, 65 to 85 degrees Fahrenheit, would you say, during the, like night and day? That's exactly correct. At night, it cools down to about 65 degrees. And one of the big questions we get is, um, is there air conditioning? And typically here in the Central Valley, you don't need air conditioning. Uh, if you have a ceiling fan, you could turn your ceiling fan on at night when you go to bed. And typically in the middle of the night, you're going to shut your ceiling fan off because you don't need it. And so, yeah, the temperatures are down to around 65 at, at night and up to around 85 de degrees during the day. And that's consistent year round. And so this is why these areas, the Central Valley has got the reputation for being the best climate in the world, because it's the most consistent climate. It's just it's, it doesn't change a lot year round, except for the rainy season. And again, a lot of people say that, oh, the rainy season, like, uh, you know, we don't want to be a part of the rainy season, but uh, it's kind of, um, it gives people a misconception because typically it's only two hours a day that we get rain between two and four in the afternoon. That's not always, not every day, but um, with September and October being the two months that we get the most rain and it could rain all day long in, in, in September or October, but not necessarily. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, September and October sometimes is, I mean, we go a couple of days without rain here. And, you know, it's not often that we have rain all day. Uh, I mean, personally, you know, I think the draw of Atenas, Grecia, Naranjo, Sachi area is just the views, stunning valley views. You know, you're close to the city, close to the airport, close to the beaches, um, and, and strong expat communities in those areas, right? Absolutely. And I mean, of course, I live in the Central Valley. And so I, I this is why I promote the Central Valley, but I love it. I truly do love it. I have a, a membership at a beach club. Um, and we go down there occasionally. Uh, but I'm happy to come back to the to the uh, to the mountains and the, the fresh air and the and the views down the Central Valley. Yeah, I mean, I'm with you. I think that's the benefit is that like, again, you get the cooler climate. But if you want to go to the beach, it's very close by. Uh, hospitals are close by. I mean, all the infrastructure you need. I mean, it's the best of both worlds, really. Absolutely. This is what I try and instill in people. And I say it's it's good to to come down here and check out all the areas because some people are fascinated with the beach. And I mean, it was my dream as well when I was young to, oh, I want a beachfront property. And, uh, and once you uh, get to Costa Rica or climate like Costa Rica and you see the beaches and the humidity and the heat and the, you spend most of your time in the air conditioning and uh, the just the, the different things that happened in beach areas like uh, appliances that get yep. that get destroyed because of the salt air and and your car and all these different little things. Uh, for me, it's not it's not for me. Like I say, for me to visit, I love the beach. I, I'd like to go to the beach once in a while, but to live there, it's not not my thing. Well, you'd mentioned there about uh, the pricing of homes in Atenas and also compared to kind of Naranjo area. I mean, say for a three bedroom home in Atenas. I mean, how much would you be looking for compared to maybe something in Naranjo? Yeah, that's a, it's it's a fairly big difference. A nice three bedroom home on a nice piece of property, you're looking at around four hundred thousand, four hundred fifty thousand. Um, whereas in the, the Naranjo San Ramon area, uh, you're looking at around three hundred, three fifty for uh, for the same home. Yeah, I mean, 
Atenas has good views, but I was out at your property uh, the other week um, because I was like, eh, Naranjo, you know, I mean, Atenas is kind of the area. I was like, I like Naranjo. I cycle around there. It's beautiful. I will say this. I was overwhelmed when I came and saw the property that you developed there. And I mean, I'm, I'm giving a plug for it here because I keep saying, Fred, and maybe you're just like, oh, Richard's, you know, just blowing smoke here. But what you've done there is pretty amazing. I mean, those that view straight down the valley with Grecia Naranjo, Atenas over to the right, and then straight down to the Central Valley of San Jose. Um, I mean, that's a stunning piece of property, sir. Thank you, Richard. No, thank you. And uh, and since you mentioned it, you don't mind me discussing my own property. No, no not at all. I, again, I think it's I think it's a very unique place, Fred. I think people looking to retire uh, or looking for a, a a a slower pace of life, but like being surrounded by infrastructure if they want it. And I say infrastructure, but still kind of it's country kind of living, but close to the city if you want to be there. Um, you know, and it's, I think it's a great community you're building. No, thank you, Richard. No, this was my goal is that every home that's built here, uh, we, as, um, we will build because we want to conform to the, the, the project. So every house has already been designed to fit the individual lots and there's 28, 28 lots in total. And there's two, uh, big lots, 5,000 square meter lots that we'll do custom built homes on, but the rest of the lots, the majority of the lots are between five and 600 square meters. So just over an eighth of an acre. And like I say, everything has already been designed and, and, um, planned out so that the community is going to be, um, like-minded people. There's a big, huge clubhouse and a, and a pool already built. And this is a, something that happens here in Costa Rica as well. People buy into a development where the developer says, oh, you know, after the certain number of sales, uh, we'll build the clubhouse. And after a certain number of sales, we'll build a pool. Uh, my concept was build it first and people are going to see what, what it is they're getting. I mean, as they said on Wayne's World, if you build it, they will come, right? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure somebody else said that beforehand. But yeah, I mean, I completely agree, Fred. You know, Costa Rica is littered with graveyards of, you know, failed projects. And I think they went the other way around it. Whereas, I mean, again, I looked at it and I went, how much money has Fred put in this place? I mean, everything is there already. I mean, you know, all it needs is houses being built and you're actually in the process of building tons of houses. I mean, I was there with a client the other day just because they were intrigued by it. And I was like, okay, let's go and see this. And again, my expectations were low. I have to be honest, Fred. And when we got there, uh, I mean, I was like, wow. You know, and these guys fell in love with it and uh, they're about to sign this week, actually, you know, on, on one of those lots. So, uh, so yeah. No, this is, this is, I'm really proud of what I've, what I've done. And typically I'll say that if, if I say myself, well, I'm happy with what I've accomplished or what I'm accomplishing, then everybody else is happy as well. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I, I have a fairly high standard as far as what I, what, what I want to do and how I, how I like to have things done. Well, let's just jump into like living costs here in Costa Rica at the moment. I mean, how much do you think you need to live how much month, how much money a month do you think you need to live? You know, I would say comfortably in the in these areas of Atenas, Naranjo, Grecia. It varies depending on your lifestyle, of course. But uh, if you're if you're if you don't have a mortgage, you don't have car payments, and you're coming here with a debt debt free, um, I would say probably about two thousand twenty five hundred dollars a month yep. to live. So we got you back now, Fred. Uh, Son's the camera, but all is good. All is good. So we were just talking there about how much to live here in Costa Rica, uh, you know, about two to two and a half thousand a month. I mean, my question here, Fred, is, um, I, mean, you, I, I mean, you could probably go as low as fifteen hundred a month to live in some of these areas. You know, if you, I think if you lived very simply, right? Absolutely. I mean, um, things here that are that are a little bit more expensive than what uh, typically um, 
extra inheritors are, are used to is electricity costs are a little bit higher. Um, water costs are quite inexpensive. And gas is a little more expensive than what, what people are typically used to. Uh, meals, and it all depends on where you go to. Uh, you can go to have a typical dish, a casada, uh, very inexpensively, probably like six bucks. Uh, again, it all depends on what area you're in. And this is one of the differences between the Central Valley areas and the, the beach areas. The beach areas tend to be very touristy and hence um, you get tourist prices, whereas the Central Valley areas, uh, there's lots of little tiny restaurants tucked into the little corners, uh, very quaint, that are very, very inexpensive. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I completely agree. I mean, it's a very affordable way of living here. I mean, I think one of the big advantages of the, uh, you know, of that Central Valley area is just the access to farmers markets, fresh food, um, you know, and, 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 and fresh fruit as well. I mean, and you're surrounded by coffee plantations, bananas. I mean, it's, 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 it has everything. Great climate. Um, I think for anyone that's not looking for beach life, but kind of doesn't want to live in the city as well. Um, you know, I, I mean, I think we've said it before is, you know, it really does offer everything. No, now that you mentioned that, Richard, too, is uh, I've always said that one of the, the favorite meeting places is the farmer's market. And typically you have your farmer's market Friday afternoon, Saturday, and sometimes even on Sunday, depending on where you live. And some of the farmer's market range from just, um, you know, stalls, some different stalls with fruit and vegetables to bigger farmer's markets that have meat and, and um and different things as well as uh, crafts. I mean, uh, there's one in Gracia that is huge and it's, 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 it's a great place to go. And always you end up meeting people that, um, that you said, Oh, you know what, we needed to get together and here we are in the farmer's market. (laughs) And uh, so it's a great place to meet people and just a a great place in general to, to see the culture. And, and I know when I first came here and wasn't sure of the language or the, the currency, the people here are very honest. I mean, I could literally hand out money and, and hold my hand out and they'd give me the correct change. And it was a, a very nice environment and it still is. And that, that was 22 years ago. And I can still say after 22 years that I love living here. Yeah. I mean, the people, I mean, I think you mentioned it, the people make this country, but they're so humble. They're so trustworthy. Uh, I mean, they are, of course, there are, you know, sometimes, you know, the, uh, the rotten apple. Um, but, but typically, I mean, especially in the, in the countryside area, the Central Valley area, people are very humble, um, you know, and it's, it's, and very, you know, it's a very safe area as well. No, this is it. Like you go into the big cities here and you're going to find um, what they call burglar bars, which are bars on the windows and that kind of stuff. But as you move out to the country, and people don't. It's it's a safe environment. Typically, it's very family oriented, and so the community is is safe. And because of that, the people are they're they're very religious and very proud people. Yep. Well, I want to jump to the just kind of completely switch subjects here to kind of buy versus build a minute. Uh, as I know that you, I mean, Fred, you, it's kind of like you're juggling chainsaws. You're a realtor. You're a developer. You're a builder. Um, you know, which is great because I think that, you know, it typically realtors don't have that huge perspective on everything. And I think that, you know, that's a, it's a, that's a great, you know, depth of, uh, or breadth of knowledge that you have there, Fred, but like, I mean, typically when do you see what, I mean, you know, when should someone build and when should someone buy in your opinion? Uh, this is a, it's a good question, Richard, because it's, and it's more of an individual perspective. Uh, we have clients coming down here and, um, and they want to build, 
they yep. they want to design their own home and, and so they come here and they they'll look at a piece of property and the lot is incredible it has an incredible view but uh, to be able to build on that same lot would be very difficult because of the terrain and this is where we come in we can give them the advice that um yeah, before you before you buy a lot, you need to get uh, what they call a uso de suelos, uh, which is a, a document that's free from the uh, from the local municipality that tells you what you can build on the property, how much of the property can be built, if there's water, if there's um, natural springs that you need to respect certain distances from, and all that kind of stuff we can help them with. And so um, this is one of the things people come down here. And I mean, Costa Rica has gotten a bit of a bad reputation as far as uh, coming down and in, inexperienced in builders or people giving them misinformation as far as building costs. And, you know, they get frustrated. And so and they hear things like, you know, with the web now and the chats and what have you, uh, people are like, no, no, I don't want to build. Uh, but building is a very viable option. You, Of course, you're going to save money because you're not, um, getting the the gains that the the builder like such as myself would get if I if I built the house and I accept it and I have to sit on it and and um, but um, having said that uh, these new homes that are being built now there's a there's a, a college of engineers which is um, uh, a governing body that that mandates that the designs go through them first so that they're structurally and seismically um, up to code. And there's uh, proper inspections that need to be done during the building process by a qualified engineer to make sure that those um, qualifications are being met. And so the houses that are being built now are, are top quality. Finishings vary. And again, pricing can vary depending on finishes. But typically is what we do is we give you, we show you some of the houses that we built and we say you can have a house of this quality um, at X dollars per square foot and that includes this 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 and this which is is detailed a detailed um, list of, of, of uh, materials and um, at the end of the day if the client wants to change from this ceramic that we've quoted to a higher grade uh, they can and they pay the extra and if they, they they select something that's less expensive then they get a credit yeah well Fred I've seen some of the quality of your work and as I said I you know not to give you another plug it's impressive I mean, how much per square foot are you looking are you looking at for the for the, for the quality of the stuff that I saw the other day? Up to just recently, I could have told you that it was a hundred dollars a square foot. Yep. And I've been very comfortable with that number. The problem is now, in the last several months, last last six months, I guess, um, the building costs, as well as the United States and Canada, have been going crazy. And I mean, that's in, affected us more than anyone here in Costa Rica, because a lot of the products are imported. Yep. So we're not only getting the, um, the, the lack of materials, but the, the increased costs and the, so that gives us, it's, it's tougher and tougher to get the materials that we're looking for. Um, so now I would say that your building costs are actually gone to uh, between 110 and 120 dollars a square foot. Okay, well, I mean, still not. I mean, a 10 to 20 percent increase is nothing compared to the price of timber in North America. So, um, you know, I mean, to be expected. But I was actually expecting you to jump up even higher on that. But uh, I, you know, I think it's. I think that people shouldn't be scared to build in Costa Rica. I think as long as you have a great architect and great engineer, um, you know, I mean, things and a great builder, of course, which are three different things that aren't that difficult to find. I mean, I would not be afraid of it, guys. I, I, I really wouldn't. 
Um, now, just, I mean, if you, could go, if you could go back five years, Fred, and tell yourself to invest in something in Costa Rica, which I'm sure that you've done because I think you've invested kind of all over in Costa Rica, what would you invest in and why? And what would you have stayed clear of? Um, let's see here. One, one second. Richard. Sorry, Richard. Um, no, no if I could, like five years ago, I think I would have invested in more properties. I mean, I have invested in, 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 in quite a few properties, but the property values have gone just up and up. And the other thing is because I'm in the building business, I probably would have bought more building materials. Yep. Um, and stockpiled. Uh, but nobody can predict the future. I mean, um, always things goes, goes up in value. But to, um, uh, but like I say, recently things have just, um, it doesn't seem to be an end to it. Okay. Fred, I mean, what, what advice would you give to potential listeners looking to invest in Costa Rican real estate? Uh, just to be, uh, do their due diligence, um, check on the quality of the, the builders, uh, the builders work, uh, check with different, different builders, get some different quotes. Uh, the prices do vary quite a bit, but make sure that they, they go and look at the finished product. Yeah. Uh, for an example, I was at a home the other day with somebody that's potentially going to build with us and they're renting and they said, Oh, what if we bought this house and we know it needs to be upgraded. And, um, my warning to them was that, yeah, here in Costa Rica, depending on who the builder was, um, the quality of the material might not be as, as great as, as what it should be. Uh, to check and make sure that um, that there's hot and cold water throughout the entire house so that the plumbing is in place because if not to be able to to put plumbing in after the fact especially uh, the hot hot water throughout the rest of the house is a very difficult process um, because typically the homes here are built with concrete and block and rebar and so to start chipping up floors and cutting walls it's a very extensive um, process and costly and so at the end of the day the client's not going to be happy because of the dust the mess the noise and uh would have been better to build from scratch uh so these are the kind of things that people should look at another very important thing in my opinion is that the house has a clay towel roof or some kind of uh properly insulated uh roofing material because here during the rainy season uh, the rain does get fairly extensive, and if you don't have some kind of insulated uh, roofing material, you can't hear yourself talk, you can't talk on your cell phone, you can't watch TV, it just, it's very disruptive. Yeah, I mean, I agree on that front. You know, I, I have so many people asking me, Fred, to either help them get quotes for building from different builders, or, you know, do I know anyone that can do a very thorough mechanical and also, you know, electrical engineering home inspection? Because I think it's really important to get a really thorough you know, home inspection done if you're going to buy a house. Um, just because also just looking at the roof as well, you know, the roof structure, how long you think it's going to last for, you know, I think it's so important. Uh, I had someone the other day who got a light home inspection done and then literally like four month, uh, four weeks later, they had to go and replace, you know, some parts in the condenser and it cost them $2,000 where if they'd have paid a thousand, you know, $500 to get a great home inspection done, this would have been pulled up in that. Absolutely. No, very, very good point. Excellent point. You know, so, well, Fred, last question to you, a question I love to ask everyone that comes on the podcast. If you were to inherit $500,000 today, you had to invest it into a business or real estate, what would you do it? What would you invest in today and why? 
Wow, good question. Wow, five hundred thousand. When am I getting that money? <laughs> checks, checks in the post, right? Checks in the post. Uh, I would, I would, I would probably invest it in um, in real estate um, and here in Costa Rica because I see that the uh, the market is is definitely increasing. I mean, we've had a tough time since basically since two thousand eight. Things haven't been great. But um, this, with the with the COVID epidemic, it's really taken a taken a toll on the real estate market, and that market's picking up now. And it hasn't reached the by any means what it is in the United States and Canada as far as the the boom and the uh, multiple offers and bidding wars and all that kind of stuff. But I can see, and I don't think we're going to get to that point. But I do see house prices rising, and um, and right now even we're having our um, the, the supply is, is diminishing. Yeah. So I would, I would definitely invest in real estate. Yeah. I mean, I, just to give you kind of some perspective, the other day I was with a, a client that hired me I went out for them for like, actually we were together a week doing the whole, like when I cast their coastline, they finally made an offer on a home in Hacienda Panilla. The house was 1.7 million. I mean, it was beautiful. Uh, they made an offer at 1.65 and someone came in at 1.75 and they asked me, what do you think we should do? And I said, look, in my opinion, buy the lot next door and build a house because I think we could do it for 1.3, 1.4. Again, it might take a little bit longer. Um, you know, so it looks like I'm actually about to go and look at the land this week um, that we're about to potentially make an offer on and, and, and build with them. So, I, I, you know, those those offers are starting to come in on properties, multiple offers which haven't been seen before. So, yeah, things are certainly starting to, to heat up down here. And I think it's only it's only going to get it's only going to basically get hotter. No, I think that's good advice to your client that uh, to build. And even with the, the raising, um, the rising uh, uh, costs of materials, I yep. still think that it's going to be a, a good market and, and housing prices is going to increase. Yeah, no, no, I, I completely agree. You know, I think their concern was just more of like, how are we going to manage this project? And I'm like, look, guys, I'll go and take a look at it every so often for you. But I think as long as you've got a good architect and good engineer, you'll get exactly what it is that you want. Plus also, you know, you've got an excuse now to come down to Costa Rica to take a look at your building project. There you go. <laughs> you know, so. Well, anyway, Fred, it's been an absolute pleasure. Uh, anyone that wants to get into contact with Fred, I'm going to put all of his details uh, down below, as well as also his project in Aranjo, which I would highly suggest that anyone that's interested goes and takes a look at. Um, as I mentioned, Fred's also a realtor for Century 21 here in the Central Valley, as well as a builder, as well as a developer. Um, there's not much that Fred doesn't know or doesn't do, so he's a great resource. Uh, and really appreciate your time today, Fred, and uh, hope you have a great day, sir. Thank you. Thank you very much for inviting me. And uh, it's been a pleasure. Thanks, Richard. Thanks. Have a good one, Fred. Take care.